0: The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight.
1: So when you think about the military, or in this case, the Navy, um, many times you don't consider that to be a ministry but in many ways it is. Today on Community Spotlight, our guest Stephen Scott, he's a chaplain with the Navy. Hey, Stephen, how are you? Good, thanks. How you doing, Braxton? Good, man. Good, Glad that you're here. So, hey, you are a chaplain with the Navy, and my goodness, that is ministry.
0: Glad to be here and talk about kind of what we do, and a lot of people don't understand what we do. So I appreciate the opportunity to kind of talk more about, about uh What we do as chaplains in the Navy.
1: Yeah, and I'm one of those. I'm one of those people that don't really know a lot (laughs) behind the curtain of what you do. So tell me what it looks like to be a chaplain. Basically, we are uh, um, uh, assigned—it's
0: really a calling is what it is. I I would kind of start it with being a calling. Um, There are many that kind of have a a love for for God and country and just don't know how those two can mix. Uh, That was myself when I was going through seminary and trying to figure out what my calling was. But I really feel that uh, it, chaplaincy is a mission field, if you want to just kind of sum it up. Um, because we get to minister to people that will never darken the doors of a church. You know, we serve alongside with them. We deploy with them. Um, all those different things. So it's just a great opportunity to, uh, to come alongside and serve those who are serving our country, uh, be in uniform with them, and, and be with them nonstop, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. More than, you know, a couple times a week for a pastor. You're right with them for life, like in day in, day out there, mm-hmm. you're doing life with them. Oh yeah, you know, definitely. So that's an incredible calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about the kind of things that maybe like community involvement, like what kind yeah. of things do the Navy and the chaplains do uh, with the community there?
0: So, so if I kind of sum up kind of if a job description of what we do, uh, there's, it kind of falls into four different categories. So we provide, we care, we facilitate, and we advise. Those are the four kind of competencies of what we do as a chaplain. And uh, in the provide part, we provide spiritually um, for the needs of those who are of like faith. So I myself, Protestant, Presbyterian, um, those uh, that I would be providing for would be of the similar denominational background. For those that I can't provide for, of a different faith, uh, we facilitate because as we you know, serve uh, God, but also he gave us uh, freedoms in this country, freedom of religion, everyone needs to be able to practice their religion. So we facilitate for them uh, when we can't provide. So if, for instance, if a Catholic sailor came to me and wanted some kind of Catholic, you know, christening or things like that for their baby, I can't do that as I'm not a priest, so my job would be to find someone, either another chaplain who's a Catholic or someone out in town. So again, involvement with the community in that respects. Okay. Um, the care we anybody, whether you have faith or not, um, we we are there just to provide counsel. Mm-hmm. So people have life happens moments that we all do with finances, with new babies, with uh, separations, divorces, suicides, whatever it may be. Uh, we provide care whether they have faith or not, but the basis of our counseling for me is going to be biblical. It's going to stem from the Bible. Uh, so we care for all whether they have faith or not, and then we advise the command on moral and ethical issues when it comes to anything that they wouldn't be tracking from a spiritual or ethical standpoint. Mm-hmm. So
1: and so, let's say you're stationed with a naval base mm-hmm. that might get deployed, right? Right. So what happens if that's the case right. if who you're assigned to does get deployed
0: right so so typically our our tours is what we call them are last about two to three years depending on what type of tour it is um, and so this is my fifth tour that i've had while i've been in the navy and um, i one of the ones i had was with the marine corps so we provide chaplains for the coast guard the navy and the marine corps um, and so when i was with the marine corps i deployed with them so it was about an eight-month deployment went out to sea with them um, we went out to the Persian Gulf, and I was with the Air Wing, and I'm just with them. I'm riding an Osprey with them. I'm, I'm in their spaces. I'm doing a hike with them, whatever it may be. I'm just embedded with them. Uh, if you would think about Christ and His ministry with His disciples, walking around, yeah, you know Israel and Galilee and whatnot, He was just, just with there. people, yeah. right? And people followed Him, and uh, people. You know heckled him and and hazed him you know with the Pharisees and Sadducees but but he was there with four people and with people all the time, and that's right. kind of what we do uh we're just with them all the time, we're embedded with them,
1: yeah, so, now you said so with you with the denomination that you're really a part of Presbyterian mm-hmm. are there other chaplains assigned to that are of different denominations too or or I had to explain that, yeah yeah,' <laughs> like they, you said you know if, if somebody <laughs> approaches you that's of the Catholic faith right. There may not always be a Catholic right. chaplain there, right. but are there more than one chaplain to certain areas? The,
0: there are, depending on the, the station. So, for instance, on the ship that I was deployed on, we had four chaplains that were on that particular ship. There were a, a collection of about three ships that are with that group that we deployed with. But I was on the main ship, which had four, uh, three other chaplains. We had a priest. And then a Southern Baptist and a uh, Nazarene and myself. Yeah. And so we just kind of did ministry together. And then when we couldn't collaborate, so since I didn't participate in any Catholic mass, um, he provided their services at a certain time in the in the ship's chapel. So there's a chapel on the ship yep. um, that, that we use uh, for training, but mainly for worship services. Mm-hmm. So on a Sunday, a typical Sunday would be, uh, we had a morning service. It was more of a kind of a... Uh, a very uh, liturgical kind of service, hymns and whatnot. People could go to that one. Probably uh, right before lunch, we had another more contemporary service, and then I held the eight evening service. So it really we had three or four services throughout on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, because we were the three chaplains, the Protestant chaplains were all of like-minded. We we helped support each other and whatnot. But if there was ever a situation where we just didn't see things eye to eye, there's no requirement for me to be. Participating or things like that with right. another chaplain. The Navy wants us to come
1: uh, with our own faith tradition and plug that into our ministry. Mm. Uh, what kind of training, what kind of uh, job requirements, experience mm-hmm. does it take to be a, a chaplain? Yeah. Like, do you have to go through boot camp and all this <laughs> sort of stuff? Tell <laughs> yeah. me tell me what that's like.
0: So before you even come in the Navy, uh, the requirements are have an undergrad degree. It could be in anything. Okay. Um, but then uh, to go on from there to go get seminary train, um, because the Navy wants to to know that you know how to be a pastor, a minister within your faith tradition, uh, to come and serve that in the community of the Navy, Marine Corps, and the Coast Guard. And so, um, so you have to have a degree. It's a, at least a minimum of seventy-two hours in theological studies, um, and, and there's a lot of seminaries that that do even a chaplaincy focused. Yeah. Master's degree, divinity, theology, pastoral studies, whatever it may be, but at least seventy-two hours. Um, so you have to have that that training, and then they want to know that you've had some pastoral ministry out in town that you can marry, bury, baptize, do sermons, those kind of things, because that's what you're going to be doing while you're in. Because the Navy's not going to train you to do that, so they want you to already have that expertise while you come in. We'll mm-hmm. teach you how to be an officer in the in the Navy, but they want you to know you're a professional in the ministry side. Um, so once you have all that, um, then you can serve as a reserve or active duty. So you can, we have a lot that are bivocational. So there's a lot of pastors that have to be bivocational. Churches can't support. So the Navy chaplaincy is an option so they can do, be a Navy chaplain part-time while they're pastoring a church, um, or full-time on active duty where this is, this is my full-time job is just being a chaplain.
1: Right. Okay. So you're- a Navy chaplain, but also a Navy pastor, oh, essentially. Definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah. And, and there's an opportunity where we will maybe pastor at a, on a Navy base where there'll be a chapel, and that's sure. our job. And yeah. so we have Sunday services, and it's according to our faith tradition. Um, but pretty much on the day-to-day basis, uh, anytime during the week, we're in our office or we're walking through the spaces, and, and, the, and the phrase is, chap, she got a second. And so they pull us aside because we've, we've developed those relationships with them throughout the time that we've served with them. And so so to be able to just have that, hey, pull you aside and then just say, hey, I'm really struggling with my marriage. And so it gives us opportunity to just listen and provide spiritual counsel and prayer for them. Mm. And I always ask, you know, when I have someone come into my office, I say, hey, what, do you have any faith background? Because that'll determine kind of what direction I go with right. providing help to them. And then also, um, at the end, I say, can I, and I share scripture with them and, and whatnot in different verses and... Provide biblical counseling, but then I say, "Can I pray with you?" And uh, I've never had anybody say, "No, I don't want you to pray," because if they did leave, I'd probably pray with them for them anyways when they leave. But, right, yeah. but for the most part, you know, it's just very respectful and it's very relational ministry. Um, it's 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 focused on the fact that um, we are there to provide confidential communication for them. Because it's really interesting that many people don't know this is that we have a hundred percent confidentiality in our counseling. So that if a sailor or a marine comes in and talks to us and, hey, chops, I'm just going to end my life, we can't say anything. Mm. We can't report it. We don't document things. But what they're doing is they know that they can talk to us and that we're a trusted confidant and there's privileged communication. And until they release us of that, then we can go get them the extra medical help and things like that. But it's a very valuable tool that we have that we can use from, for the gospel in a sense because we're being Christ to people. And uh, that's what we're just kind of giving the hope that they need, that mm-hmm. they're searching for. So.
1: so you mentioned earlier that you had a passion for God and country. Mm-hmm. So someone's listening who says, you know, that's me, too. I mm-hmm. have a passion for yeah. God and my country. Right. This might be a good combination for me oh, yeah. that I could pursue, that mm-hmm. that maybe that's their calling. Yeah. What do you say to them? What What's that look like? What's that first step that they should take? So get on your
0: knees and pray, <laughs> number one. Yeah. Uh, and if you're married, talk to your your spouse, you know, your wife, uh, and just kind of see, hey, is this something that uh, we feel God calling us? Because if they are married, then it's it's a family affair. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're bringing your family with you, and kids are involved sometimes. But a lot of times, it's if you feel that calling, that tug at your heart, you know, um, like most of us have in ministry. But you just think, I just want to do something with the military. That was me, and uh, God opened up a door. But, so I think being in, in on prayer uh, is the biggest thing. Um, and then ask questions. But as far as the process goes, uh, we have three kind of ways to do that. So you can be a seminary student. While you're in seminary, you can kind of dip your toe in the ministry. So we'll actually uh, bring you in as an officer, uh, provide training for you, and at the end of your seminary education, we can roll you right in to be an active or reserve chaplain. Um, so those are the two paths, really, the active and reserve. So it's basically – part-time or full-time, uh, kind of like I was talking about earlier. Um, the The whole idea is, is we will provide Navy training. So there's some about 12 weeks that we can split up different iterations um, where we'll teach you how to be a, a Navy officer because um, on our uniform we have a cross and our rank, uh, officer rank. And so a lot of us don't know much about customs and courtesies and military bearing, and so the Navy will teach you right. how to do that. Uh, And then from there you go to chaplain school and that's another seven weeks of just, so five weeks of officer development school, seven weeks of uh, chaplain school where we teach you how to be a chaplain in the military, in the Navy. And so, um, and then we provide mentorship with other chaplains and we set you up for success. So it's, it's a, there's a lot of good opportunities to serve. Um, And uh, we're currently taking up to age 58. We do age waivers starting at 42, but we've, uh, take up to fifty-eight U.S. citizenship is important. Obviously, we need <laughs> that. Yeah, yes, <laughs> um, the degree that I talked about earlier. Um, being endorsed is very important to be endorsed by your denomination. Um, uh, that's a, that's a huge one. Medically qualified, but most importantly, it's just a calling
1: from the Holy Spirit. Well, he's Chaplain Stephen Scott with the U.S. Navy, sharing today about the Navy Chaplains Ministry. So, thank you, Stephen. Appreciate that. Yeah, my pleasure. I want to say a special thanks to our sponsor. their Turner Business Appraisers. They're in Matthews, North Carolina, and you can find more info about them at turnerbusiness.com. Also, you can listen to previous episodes of Community Spotlight right now, if you'd like, on the Light FM app or at thelightfm.org.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800 330 9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.